Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Coast. Yes, our people, it's gone 8:35 Central African time. Have you heard of our OT? Yeah, OT. Not OT. I said OT, an occupational therapist. Yeah, they do a lot of. Uh, important things and for example the role of an uh, occupational therapist in children the importance of early detection in delay of achieving uh, achieving milestones and the change of mindset needed with regards to children with disabilities and in uh, that this will be a topic discussed this morning by our very own yaot occupational therapist athia ganji athia assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and tell me how you doing this fine beautiful wednesday morning Assalamu alaikum it's great to be on air and thank you for having me. Ah uh, you're most welcome and as I said we had a powerful powerful show this morning with everyone firing on all cylinders I think it was because they knew you know Asia Ganji <laughs> is coming in so we need to keep it at that optimum level. So talk to us I'm giving you the next uh, you know the, uh, the 10 minutes is all yours you're going to talk to us about the role of uh, the OT in children the importance of early you know detection in delay of achievements are milestones and the change of mindset needed uh, with the regards to children with disabilities in uh, that and i know you're going to speak about it so 10 minutes is yours i'm not going to interrupt you because you're going to teach me a thing or two go for it asia bismillah sure thank you so much and please do stop if you have any questions um i think occupational therapy is one of the health science fields that people often don't know what it is and it's assumed that we either help people find jobs or that we play with kids um but in fact i think ot is so much more than that basically what we do is we help people gain function and specifically in kids we ensure that they are reaching all their milestones at the appropriate age Um so just like how you would go to a doctor and he would give you medication in OT what we do is we give patients activities to help strengthen um any muscles or sensory functioning uh, fallouts that they might that kids or adults might be experiencing so for the last year I've been working in pediatrics and essentially what we would do is if a parent is noticing certain behavioral problems like attention or discipline or if the teacher's complaining that the child's feeling tired all the time or they're just not able to concentrate in class we are able to sort of i um through doing different tests will identify exactly where the problem lies and we will then see how we can try fix that through using different activities um i think it's amazing to see how over the years communities have started opening up to the idea of um kids not being able to develop according to the way that you know that to help them reach their maximum level of functioning and previously it was almost seen as a taboo like no i don't want to admit that there's something wrong with my kids but it's really great to see that people are rather saying that look i don't think my child is at their maximum level of functioning so let's send them for intervention at an early age to allow them to he- reach those milestones appropriately so that later in life there isn't problems as they progress through school or as they make it into the workplace because often if problems aren't picked up at an early age it would later on real um, may- might result in depression or your anxiety or just not being able to cope in the work environment in the home environment and I think through kids having a good foundation it definitely allows for those things to prevent it later in life. 
Um, so yeah, that's basically a nutshell of what we do as occupational therapists. So not every child that comes to OT per se has a disability. Some do, some don't. Some just aren't achieving um, what we believe they can achieve yet. So there are those kids where, for example, something as simple as them writing with a lot of excessive force in their hand and they'll complain, my hand is sore all the time, so we'll help uh, target the joints that are obviously affected by this through giving them activity so that in class they're using less force and they can actually concentrate on the task at hand. So it's all these little things that actually add up and make the difference. Um, at the end, we also would often work with things like strengthening their core muscles to allow them to sit upright in class so that they can get good oxygen to the brain to help them to focus further. Um, or some kids are just very fidgety, so we'll make recommendations such as giving them extra time during exams or tests to allow them to, you know, um, not be held back or not feel like they're marginalized to their peers. So that's one way that we work in. But at the, on the other end of the spectrum, that they are kids with disability. And I think previously, um, things like ADHD and ADD and autism were sort of swept under the carpet and people were in denial about these things. And I think, alhamdulillah, it's really great to see that communities are now starting to open up to the ideas that, yes, these um, sort of sicknesses do exist, but it's not the end of the world if a child does experience that. And instead, they are open to rather helping them cope with the disability so it can actually become an ability and it can become a strength with them. So if you look at your autistic kids, um, the spectrum is so wide and some kids... Um, you, it would be very difficult to, you know, sort of pick up that they might be autistic, but some people, it's very evident in them. And um, one of the key features of autistic kids is that they're often very, very intelligent. They are some of the most intelligent people in the world, but socially they're just unable to cope um, in those settings, and that's what sort of makes them appear as if they might be lacking in intelligence when in fact they could be more intelligent some than what you would imagine. So I think with OT, we try to help them cope with the deficit, which has not been able to cope in social settings so that they can actually show their intelligence, um, which is a strength within them. Same with ADHD. These kids are often so creative, but we're so fixated on the fact that they're not sitting in class and paying attention that we forget um, that them being creative is a good thing and it could lead to them finding other skills and other talents that could later develop into a career or could help them in their academic futures as well as their home environments. So that's basically what OT is. We don't only focus on the weaknesses, but we also try to draw on their strengths to help them feel like as if, um, you know, they definitely do have potential and they do have hope as well. And I think um, over the years, OT has con continuously tried to advocate for their services. But it's good to see that we're starting to work in a more team-like approach. So often we'll work closely with speech therapists, we'll work closely with your physiotherapists, as well as doctors and psychologists where everybody gives their input. Um, OT would be, I guess, there's no harm in ever sending your child to OT, which is a good thing because we're not using any invasive methods and the side effects are close to none because um, we mo mostly would use activities that would obviously enhance skills and those activities are things that aren't going to be harmful to a child so no child will ever be harmed by OT if you're in the right place I think so that's also one of the pros to OT is that you know we do good <laughs> for the most of it um, and I think yeah all in all occupational therapy is definitely 
something that should not be a taboo. Sending your child for it does not mean that your child is weak in any way. It just means that you are strong enough to admit that your child can be enhanced further for their benefit. And it's good to see that slowly we are growing in our field and more and more parents are opening. So today we were fortunate enough to come into um Blues Crane Academy in Springs um, because their teachers were open to, you know what, come in and screen the kids where we'll take the kids whose parents have consented and we'll do very basic testing like seeing if they can jump in color and do simple tasks, but should they not be able to, we would then recommend to their parents to bring them in for an assessment so we can notice what is the problem. Is it something with the brain? Is it something with the muscular system? Is it something in their sensory system? Um, to obviously help them further, and I think it's interventions like this that really do make the difference, and parents should often try, um, you know, contact an OT to see, look, do you think my child might be having a problem, and if so, then you could always bring them in for further, yes, further assessment. But is there any questions from your end? Tell you, you know, I got thousands of questions, but we ran <laughs> out of time here. But uh, what I'm going to do, Athia, I'm going to get Yusuf to give me your number, and I'm going to, uh, inshallah, showcase you on many other platforms. You know, we have many shows, and Yusuf will tell you that. Uh, because, uh, you know, maybe we need to have you at least uh, once a month on uh, on the show as an OT, and, you know, we'll give you specific questions which you're going to answer. So I just want you to give, uh, you know, I must tell you, Jazakallah Khair, and I'm sure the, uh, the the kids of uh, Blue Crane Academy will have a whale of a time with you all the, this morning. Uh, your parting words before I let you go. Um, I think just don't be afraid if you notice anything different in your child, because sometimes different can become a strength. And thank you so much for having us on, and we do hope to be on again in the future. Okay, and uh, Yusuf is, uh, you know, he said, hey, he's whispering my, in my ear. He said, please ask you about your your uh, practice, and maybe you can give your phone number. I mean, he's uh, very magnanimous this morning. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So we are based, we uh, practice with a locum as well in place, and you can contact us on 081-428-9568, um, but I will also share our details with um, Yusuf further, and we'll be more than happy to assist. <laughs> Jazakallah khair, Afia Ganchi, absolute star this morning. Go and uh, entertain the kids, evaluate them, and make uh, we make dua that Allah keeps uh, all of y'all in, in, in good spirits. And uh, whatever we do, maybe do it in a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, people, Jazakallah khair for tuning into Sirius FM. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful broadcasting, lovely nashis interspersed, and uh, use of a smile. Jazakallah Kate, for your top tech this morning. From the team and I till we meet you again, we bid you Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7.